Boom, decision. guys, we are here. We are. Welcome to Eddie versus Audi. I am Scooter. I am Sunshine. And we are and here. Welcome to our little quarantine podcast. <laughs> our little quarantine is so cute. It's like, it's it like our little pet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trapped at home. Sunshine is trapped at home. But we're podcasting together thanks to the glory of the internet. I know. What are we? We're, uh, we just wrapped up week eight of quarantine, didn't we? Jesus Christ, isn't that crazy? I know. <laughs> the husband came in the other day. The other, the other day, the husband came in and he was like, babe, this is the eighth Monday that we've been at home. <laughs> and I was like, how did, <laughs> how did we get to eight so quick, man? That was vicious. But I don't, I don't know. know if I'd call it quick. Well, I mean, okay, so that's the other thing the husband's been laughing uh, about is he calls it the year of April and the week of May because somehow it's already, um, you know, approaching the middle of May, but it feels like we were in April for so long. So long. So long. So the fact that we're just now like, wow, we're like 10 days into May already? So fast. What? How did that happen? (laughs) impossible whatever time is weird in uh, quarantine so hi that's true hi happy 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 podcasting scooter happy podcasting (laughs) sunshine oh my goodness i've been i went for a a bike ride today already sweet tell me about it but i kind of failed a little bit (laughs) there was a slight mechanical failure what happened so as you know, because I'm doing 545 miles in the month of May. Which is so rad. I'm supposed to be doing 17.6 miles a day. Okay. But I've actually been riding like 19.4 like or something every single day. So I'm building up a little buffer. <laughs> because let's be honest, we take days off. We're not consistent. I mean, we well, shoot for I'm, it. I mean, because shit could happen. So I want to have build up. But even that buffer is not, it, it's only 10 miles a week. That's not, it's really not that much. We need to talk um, about this uh, half century. Anyway, go ahead. Anyway, because because five it's, it's a god, it's a lot. You don't think it is, but it is. <laughs> so today, <laughs> today I was supposed to do a double ride because I want to take Sundays off, right? So which means today I had to do not quite forty, but I had to do at least like seventeen or something miles. Okay. Today, sorry, that's a total lie. Thirty-seven. <laughs> <laughs> like can't do math it's hard <laughs> it's hard so i got to i got to mile 17 and i got a flat oh shit which it's not the end of the world shit no happens, i mean that's right? a part of your cycling life like flats are like yeah. do you do you it treat happens. do you treat them like the dad in christmas story where you're like all right yeah time it how quickly can i change out my flat you know is it <laughs> it, it sucks though because the flat happened like Right before I get to like my midway point where I just like stop and chill for a little bit. If you'll chill, oh. then, you know, just drink and sit down and be like, ah. So I got a flat. I go to fix it. I get everything all back together. I start putting air on my tire and I blow up my new inner tube. <gasps> Shut up. Oh, so who came and picked you up? So I only carry one inner tube. Yeah. Bare inner tube. So had to make an emergency call to the husband and be like, uh, gotta come get me. Did you accidentally so, blow up? <laughs> I did accidentally. Just do not air quote me, sunshine. You're like, Absolutely. it's hot. I mean, let's be honest. It's pretty fucking hot this weekend. It's definitely one it's, of those. 
it wasn't that bad because I started like at nine thirty. Okay, all right. So it wasn't bad. So um, my husband came and got me, and then while he was driving me home, my friend who I was talking to, he's like, "Well, why don't you just have him bring you another inner tube?" <laughs> <laughs> Well, because I didn't think of that. That's why. <laughs> because I just quit. I didn't think of second options. <laughs> I, it's not that I just quit. It's just like, I'm done. Take me home and I'll fix my bike. <laughs> I wasn't thinking like, oh, bring an inner tube and the pump and then I could fix it. And then I'd get on my merry way. And some fresh water and hang out with me and picnic and some for a minute. Some more Gatorade. And, but apparently I was not thinking that. So yeah. anyway, he come got me. I don't think you accidentally blew up your tube. <laughs> I did not accidentally blow up the tube. <laughs> you know, sometimes, it, and it's worse on road tires than it is on, like, mountain bikes with, like, big fat tires. But on, like, road bikes, when you put them back together, sometimes the inner tube can get pinched between yeah. the rim and the wheel. And so you blow it, you, you put air in it, and... Yeah. So that's why normally you put air in really slowly with your pump, you know, to kind of fill it up. And then sometimes you can, like, drain it back down again so that, you know, and then put it back up again. Unpinch everything. But I don't have a pump. All I have is CO2 cartridges, so that's a one-time thing. Uh, (laughs) You're just like, you don't have one of those pumps that, like, clicks on. Okay, you don't need to do the masturbation. (laughs) That's not how pumps work. (laughs) The one on my husband's bike is like that. It clips in. It, like, goes underneath the frame rail. I did. I used to have have an actual pump, and then uh, it broke on a ride, and now I just carry CO2. Okay. Okay. And honestly, CO2 is pretty awesome. It's lightweight. It doesn't take any space. It's... Okay. But anyway, I've blown up inner tubes with a pump too. So I mean, I mean, so... yeah, shit happens. But so anyway, so I was gonna be I was gonna be a good little boy, and I was gonna be like, hey, I'm gonna get home, I'm gonna fix my bike, and I'm gonna head back out because I still got like 17 miles I have to do. No, I got home, and I'm like, fuck this. <laughs> Took a shower. I went and I got me a euro and some fries and a milkshake. <laughs> I was going to ask if you got some malted cookies and cream because it's on the menu today. Is it today? I have to go look. No, I went to Hefty Burger and I got a euro, a lamb euro. Uh, yum. Some fries. I'm a little bit sad though because Hefty Burger is not the same with the new management. I don't, I don't know if they didn't share the recipes or something, but the, the taste is just not. No. It's missing something. Have you given it's them any feedback? Something. I don't know what it is. Okay. I'm just going to walk in and be like, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong. <laughs> they probably don't know what's wrong. Maybe that little secret ingredient wasn't shared. I don't know. And be that guy who's like, you're just not making it the same. So now you've, it's you did, right. you did, you did ride like 17 miles. I did. So I've technically got the 17 miles in that I need to get in. And let's, I mean, so now, it, there's still plenty of daylight left, and it's gonna cool down right. later. So you could we're recording. What time is it? It's only two eighteen. Yeah. So I'm I'm stuck with the decision now. Do after we're done podcasting, do I get back on my bike, which I still haven't fixed, <laughs> and do my other miles, or do I say, ah, oh, I'm gonna rest the rest of the today and do a bike ride tomorrow morning. However, I have to do it early because I'm going to my parents' house tomorrow. So. so what's wrong with doing an evening ride? Like, why wouldn't you go out around 6 when it starts to cool down? Um, there's nothing wrong with an evening ride, except I don't want to do it before the sun goes down. And really, it's pretty freaking hot at the end of the day. <laughs> so, yeah. But you know what? I'm probably going to end up doing that because then I can sleep in tomorrow. 
If you want, then you can go be a voyeur over by Discovery Park and see the nine bazillion Covidians that are out there. No, I don't go that direction. I don't take the bike bike path because I don't want to be around Covidians. So because um, I know they're on the trail. The husband went. Do you out. realize that I've ridden my bike by your house every single day this week? You have not come by and made noise. No, because that would require turning into your housing development. But why don't? But I've been. But so, I've gone down West Cap every single day. So why don't you turn down mine? Because you can go right by my house through the park and pop right back out on the main drag. I'm aware of that. So why wouldn't you? <laughs> I mean, the I homeless know. people do it. You should be one of the cool people to do it. Actually, I was kind of excited. I saw, um, I saw some like normal bicyclers cruise by our house. So I think they're using the path to go through the park and back out. And then conveniently going by our house. They're probably doing the same thing you do, which is avoiding the main drags, you know, um, and like not going on the bike trail. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't avoid the main drag, though. I actually ride down West Cap, so. Do, and you're, it, do you just like head out towards Davis? Uh, no, I actually turn on Enterprise and I head back. So like, oh. in a 20-mile loop, I literally ride around the entire city. Oh, that's awesome. That's not a bad ride. Yeah, so I go out, and then, you know, then I take Enterprise, and then and then Industrial, and then head over, you know, it's like where Lowe's is, right? Then I go down Jefferson to go even farther into the, you know, past the end of the town. Okay. And then turn, and then come back, and then ride on the, by the river. Okay. That's not bad. I like it. That's a good loop. So it's a nice ride. It is. It is. It you probably... It's Pumpkin Patch. It... Oh, that's, see, that's nice. Although, I would be afraid of traffic. I would be convinced I was going to get hit by a car. Well, at least at the moment, due to lockdown-ish, Jefferson is not that bad. Plus, once you get outside of the city limits, which is the only part I'm actually on Jefferson, there aren't that many cars anyway. Okay. Even even on a normal day. There's but some... still, you're right. There's no, there's no shoulder. No, and there's some blind corners where people come uh, hauling. That part is 100% straight, so... Okay. It's not really a big deal. All right. But you're right. I could die. But then I could die in a whole bunch of other ways, so... Yeah, like by getting the COVID, you could die. By, by getting the COVID. <laughs> from Siegfried and Roy. Oh, I'm so sad. I mean, yes, he's an older guy, but still, hate it. Still. And, and, and little, little Richard died, too. Yeah, supposedly it was just cancer. Just cancer. Yeah, his wasn't the COVID. No. Just cancer. I, it's so fucking weird. Like, every time now there's a headline, I'm like, <gasps> did they die of COVID? You know? But obviously, people <laughs> oh, die of other reasons, too. But, yeah. You're allowed to die of other things, I suppose. It's crazy. So the um, the husband went out to take care of Grandma this morning. Uh, our... Good. Is he getting more oranges? <laughs> yes. Did you see my full orange juice here? <laughs> <laughs> Guys, be, I have like... Be honest with the listeners. That is not an orange juice. There's that a lot of good. orange juice in here. Um, guy... there's also vodka or whatever. <laughs> well, yes. So today, I, my, I called a quarantini, even though it's obviously not always a martini. I don't always shake it. But um, but I have my daily quarantini. <laughs> and it's, it's, my grandma has so many oranges. And so the husband's been bringing home massive oranges every week. And we just have so much orange juice. I feel like a little kid. Like, I'm going to have a... I'm going to get the diabetes from eating all these oranges. But um, so we have orange juice and vodka and ginger beer today. 
that's what's in my quarantine um but so he went out to go take care of the grandma and uh guys grandma's 93 she's pretty fantastic but she's She's this really short and spunky uh, 93-year-old that has a lot to say. And she's very, uh, the husband would say micromanagey, but she just has a lot of direction and help that she would like to offer. She knows how she wants it done. <laughs> she does. And uh, so they have, a, they have a real kick when they hang out on Saturday mornings. And it's been a part of this whole COVID thing because uh, grandma does need some company. Um, but anyway, he's on his way home. And he says, hey, I'm dropping off oranges at the ice cream shop because they use grandma's oranges to make the creamsicle. And so uh, he's like, do you do you want anything? And I'm like, oh, let me go check out the daily menu, see what I want. And so I did, of course. And so he went to go do the exchange. Point to this really long story was that he exited right there at Richard's to take the jaboom and come back up over by you know, you guys. And he was um, stopped on the off-ramp for the freeway because the line to get into Discovery Park was so long that it was backed up onto the freeway. Oh my God, that is not how you social distance. And he he said when he looked over that it is just loaded with boats and people. (laughs) I'm I'm shocked it's even open because, I mean, you have to pay to get in there. I know. I, you know, it's weird, but, it, you know, we, uh, we're, we're practicing open, and I guess the, I don't know who runs Discovery Park. Is that county? That's a county park, huh? I think that's that it's county. No, it's a state park. I don't think it is. I've rented there before. I think it's Sac County. I think, uh, so anyway, they probably just need to start collecting some fees because, you know, it's nice and hot, and this is revenue time. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, it's to me, it's kind of like watching a um, a tea bag drop into boiling water. It's like the boiling water is just sitting there boiling. Like we all know this COVID shit's out there, right? And and so it's like you're just kind of watching the COVID boil. Hey, hi, husband. Ah, oh, he can't hear me. So all he saw was my animation. <laughs> do, you, do you like how I have the curtains in the back? Because he was getting out of the shower. I'm like, oh, I need to like lock <laughs> Be like, hey! Uh, It's safe to actually put the get rid of the background. You're so funny. Nice. (laughs) Sadly, there's no naked husband back there, and I'm disappointed. Um, But so, but it's like it's like this big boiling pot of COVID, and we're like, here's all the people that are willing to go play. Let's put them in this little tea bag and dip them in the COVID and see how that works out. Like. I have to say, today, I saw a lot more cyclists today than I have on the other days that I've gone out. Yeah, it's this warm sunshine. It's confusing everyone. It could be just the time of the day. Because, I mean, the, the, the hardcore cyclists have still been cycling. I mean, I've still been cycling, right? They normally just go by themselves. Yeah. Rather than in groups. But today, I saw a couple groups of, like, three or four. On my little two-mile lap that I take around my, my mini hood. <laughs> yeah, my little bomb shelter neighborhood over here. Um it, you know, it's only like three blocks wide, my whole neighborhood. And so I do this weird little loop so that I pretty much walk by every single house on both sides of the streets. And it's about two and a half miles. There were four houses with graduation signs up looking like they were probably getting ready to host company. 
So there was going to be some graduation parties and Mother's Day. Yeah. So this is so we need to mark the calendar. <laughs> so three weeks from today. So Fourteen days from now. <laughs> well, three well, weeks I'm because going to my parents' house tomorrow, but. We're still going to social distance. Like, we're not allowed in the house. So we're just going to, like, walk into the backyard. So we'll see. So that last week of May. We'll have to watch numbers that last week of May for our county and see how that works out for us. (laughs) (laughs) This is how I'm handling life, guys. I'm just kind of watching what everybody else does, waiting two weeks, seeing what happens, (laughs) going from there. Exactly. Ugh. Well, I'm glad that you got at least part of your ride in, and cool that you were able to have the husband come and rescue you. Right? Yeah. What are you drinking? What's in that cup? Water. I just rode 20 miles. (laughs) (laughs) You also sound like you were giving up, so (laughs) you're not going back out. (laughs) No, I have not officially given up yet. There is still plenty of light. There is. And day. So you're going to drive to the bay tomorrow. Yes. Ooh, so you get to check out the traffic. Or Yeah, I guess. Or lack of. Yeah, my parents are like on the outskirts of the bay, so I don't go far in. No, but it should be enough. I just go over the Altamont. Yeah, but it should be it should be far enough that you're spending some time on the eighty, so you can see what I that's spend zero time on the eighty. Oh. I go down five. Oh, okay. So it's just gonna be you and a whole bunch of big trucks. Yes, I'm crack. Yeah, in theory, in theory. Wild. Well, so congrats on your almost successful ride today. Woo-hoo, and the possibility of it continuing. And okay. the possibility of it continuing. Yeah. High uh-huh. possibility. And, um, you know, how was the rest of your week? This week was pretty good. Uh, I got Friday off work because we just finished like a massive project. So they gave everyone a comp day. Actually, they gave everyone two comp days. Friday is like the comp day and then the second one we can take whenever we want. Nice. Um, so I took Friday off. That was good. Uh, but every day has basically been me working and then taking like a 20 mile bike ride in the middle of the day. That's not bad. So it's not bad. It's been pretty good. And then Thursday night, I got like zero sleep. Oh. So Thursday night. Wednesday night, Thursday night, Tuesday. Was it Every Tuesday? Day is the same day. One of the days I did not sleep. <laughs> it's, not it's so Groundhog Day. <laughs> Thursday night, Thursday night I did not sleep. That's what it was. Okay. I don't know why I couldn't. I like I just sat there in bed, like going, "It's not happening." <laughs> well, this just isn't happening. That was that was remember because you went to bed like around midnight too, right? Uh, yeah. The swarm of cops was around the. the <laughs> It was so weird to have both of us awake that late, too. I was like, oh, scooters up. We're going to chat. <laughs> never awake. What the hell's happening here? Uh, last night, I actually, uh, it was close to midnight, and I had to go out in the backyard and play some frisbee with the dog because I just couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't calm it down. I, I, I have to tell you, I had a very exciting moment yesterday because, you know, I've been rather locked in the house. I did drive my car this week. That was very exciting. <laughs> It's a big deal. I haven't driven my car in six weeks. And let me tell you how dirty that windshield was. Holy moly. It was filthy. And it was really strange, but it was cool. And my my big adventure was to go to a mailbox because I wanted something to go out by five. So I just <laughs> I just drove to the post office, slipped some stuff in the box, came home. All done. But um, so I haven't, you know, we've had 
deliveries to our house and um, our friends with the ice cream shop when they've come by to drop things. We've had little chit chats through the window, you know, Um, but I haven't really seen anybody, you know. And uh, so yesterday, a girlfriend was dropping off some um, super secret masks, you know, that we're not supposed to have. She happened to have a couple of fancy masks. And uh, so she says, I'll, I'll drop some off to share with you. And, and she's coming from some distance away. She's coming down from Yuba City. And, and she, you know, she, the husband was like, I think that we can, like, like once you get down here, you know, we'll set you up with a, a drink in the backyard. And it, maybe we'll chit-chat through the window or something. And... And then we decided to just all hang out in the backyard quite a bit of distance away from each other and mask mm-hmm. up and have like a social distance gathering for so a few. You go. Wrong with that. It was huge. It was a huge deal. But um, I wore, you know, the husband is cute. He, he, he treats me like I'm very fragile and, and it's just because I have asthma. And so he wants me to wear the real mask, you know, because we have a few in our medical stuff. So... He says, put on the, put on the real mask. And I did. And oh my God, after wearing it for an hour, I was exhausted just trying to breathe in it. Just breathe through it. Yeah. Uh, and so last night, I think just wearing it, I had like claustrophobia or anxiety from wearing it. And so I, my lungs were sore, my chest was sore. And so I was up and it was almost midnight and I was like, I need some air. <laughs> it was hot yesterday too. So like it was probably that late before you wanted to open up the house and let air back into your home again. And so I was out in the back. It was 97 yesterday. It was toasty. Yeah. Supposedly. I don't know. When I walked the dog, it didn't feel like 97. Well, it was, it was, it was 88 degrees still at 830. When we consider, because we, we follow um, the pattern of opening up the house uh, and letting all the cold air in. And then before it gets, you know, warm, we close everything up and then we barely turn on the air conditioner. And then as soon as it's cooler outside, then we open everything back up again. And so we were trying to like open up the house last night at 830. <laughs> it was still 88 degrees outside. It was like, nope. <laughs> Which... You know, in July, we would kill for 88 degrees, so I'm not really sure. <laughs> I know, like, let's not complain, because it's going to get hot. It'll gonna, be plenty hot. And it's going to turn around and rain in, like, two days, and it'll be 72 again this week, so this has got oh, good old California see, spring. Okay, I'm worried about this rain, because I, I, I'm, it, rain or shine, I'm going to have to ride in it, because I can't afford to, like, bank up, like... 40 miles worth of not riding. That's so, why you wind up with a cold before ALC, though, is riding in the rain. It's going to be hot rain, though. Okay. Well, and it's not like it rains consistently across the day. We get plus, like, I don't yeah. think, plus, I don't think it's going to be, like, serious. I mean, well, it's California. and in our lives previously, you would be bound to certain hours of the day that you could go riding where now you can just pretty much schedule your ride whenever you fucking want to and then work around right, as that. As I have no meetings, I can just go. So I'm, I'm going to like, with, I'm going to just check the forecast when it's not supposed to be raining. I'm going to hit my bike. And do it. I, I have faith. It's going to work out. And plus we need a little it's bit of rain. Out. Yeah. So tell me about the rest of your week, Scooter. Oh. So let's get started, shall we? Shall we? I mean, I'm Outer really... Banks. <laughs> John B. John B. John, John B. B. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm 
sorry, but JJ is my favorite because you know I like him broken. I and know. He's broken. Oh, he is so broken. He's so cute and broken. He's he, so cute and so broken. I know, but he didn't start off that way to you. No, I well, I always thought he was cuter than the main guy, but I, his brokenness made him even hotter. So I don't know. So when I first, I have a problem. You just want to fix them all like broken kittens. I just want to fix them. I just want to hug them and be like, it'll be okay. <laughs> they are your favorite. <laughs> they totally are. Like there could be some say about me? super hot, stable guy and you're like, whatever. <laughs> Not whatever. interested. What do you have to offer except stability? <laughs> There's nothing about you that I can help or fix. I'm not interested. You get beaten up by your father and come to me crying, and you then just, we'll talk. This is why you love strays so much, people, <laughs> boys, whatever. It's the very sweet motherly quality that you have, though. I mean, in a sexually attractive kind of way. <laughs> oh, that just made it weird and wrong. But you also don't disagree. So. I don't disagree. <laughs> That's probably like a Libra trait, though, wanting to like help uh, people. You think so? I've dated some Libra. They didn't want to fucking help a goddamn thing. <laughs> I just never knew if they were coming or going. That was really all it was. Like... Well, that's definitely. <laughs> oh. oh my god! Oh, so, but we have both finished the first season of The Outer Banks. Yeah, I started. Uh, I started like two weeks ago. Yeah, but then I. Yeah, and then I finally because Scooter mentioned it, and he's like, "I'm gonna." Well, I think you know what I think it was two weeks ago because it was when we podcasted for the yeah. first time back, and you mentioned it, and so yeah, he's like, "Okay, let me give it a shot." And I was like, "Oh, this is some teenage bullshit," <laughs> but but, I know. but so you can't stop watching it, right? And so then I told Scooter, I was like, "Did you start the Outer Banks?" And he's like, "Ah, not yet." And I was like, "Oh, I think you wanna." And conveniently, Scooter had some time and his good old comp day. Oh, <laughs> well, that was just to help me finish off. I started it like on Monday or something. Yeah, you binged pretty good on it, though. I binged it pretty fast, yeah. So it starts off. What do you think about when it starts off? Like, <laughs> set the tone for us, Scooter. Let's get some... There's. I mean, I don't even... It's kind of like a pinata. Like, you could swing at it so many ways. <laughs> it's... It, yeah, it's, it's weird. So... Obviously, oh, you know what's funny is that my brother has been to the Outer Banks. Oh, no kidding. It's like a legit place. I just because, thought they were just showing some North Carolina. His, no, well, his sister-in-law and husband live in North Carolina. So, I mean, that is a place. The Outer Banks is a place. I'll be damned. Okay. So he's totally been there. Um, but anyway, yeah. So it starts off with John. I, I don't even remember how it starts off. But John B. is some kid obviously living by himself because his dad died i think yeah they like slowly introduce these four kids like one two three four and then you realize they're the gang they're the gang they're the the pogs pogs which is what they call the poor people is it pogs or pogues i think it's pogues pogues Pogues. it is pogues it is pogues Pogues. which for like for like four episodes i had a really hard time understanding that their friend's name was poe poe not pogue and I was like, why are they all Pogues, but they call him Pogue? Like, <laughs> it was really distracting. Like, like, they could have given him just a slightly different sounding name to make that not as distracting as it was. 
And I want to know, since the Outer Banks is a real place, are these terms real? Pogues and kooks? You know, Google might have answered that for us. But but anyway, it is the it is the local poor and the local rich. The local poor and the local rich. And in, a, the, in a touristy and the place. Class of people is the tourists. The, yes. What do they call them? The tourai. Tourai, yeah. Yeah. And so everybody basically, yeah, it's like the tourai visit the place. Some of the rich can afford to live there. And then the, the pogues are the ones that serve everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and there's a good old fashioned dose of um, dysfunctional alcoholic slash tweaker parenting going on across the place on some level too. Like there's a, you know, like your buddy JJ and his alcoholic father, like they've always got to have a couple of poor families that are just, you know, filthy deep with it. All in. Yeah. All in with all the things that you would say. You can't just be poor, but you also have to beat your children and. Right. Drunk. Yes, and have uh, drug abuse issues. Yeah, you have to. You have and to get you it have off. The, and then you have the one pogue who is like straddling the line because she's a pogue, but her parents make money because they run like some restaurant and food eatery or whatever. She's like, yeah, she's in like the yeah, she's in the gray area where they make just enough to be the poor people in the country club. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like. And yeah. I don't want her hanging around with her pogue friends. No, because it makes them look bad. Yeah. Yeah. So there's Kiara, who's the tomboy chick, surfer chick that is the, right. she's the, uh, could be a kook, but chooses to be a pogue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and then her three, uh, dude friends, JJ, friends. John B and Poe. Yeah. And Poe. Yeah. And they all are and like plus po minus is six. the token smart one who's working his way out of the, right. Of the pogueness. He's yes. got a scholarship lined up. Blah, blah, blah. He's really smart. He has goals. Really smart. He has goals. Total goals. Yeah. And and Kiara just wants to travel the world and adventure in life and live her bohemian reggae style. That's that's Kiara. She's the free spirit of them all, right? And these these kids are supposed to be sixteen, by the way. Yeah. I know. John B is supposed to be sixteen. I I know. They have a lot of freedoms at sixteen. I wish I'm like <laughs> It's, well, first of all, it's funny because these shows, they cast them with like 25-year-olds. Oh, they <laughs> that's actually, so yeah, because the girlfriend of John B. later in the season, like last night we were watching and my husband made some kind of comment about her. And then he like, he, <laughs> he goes, she's really 22 though, you know. <laughs> like, it's, it's okay. It's okay, it's okay that, that I that say that. Because he's like 25. Right. <laughs> but so it started and they had that first run in, like um, they were on an adventure and they saw the motel room stuff, like something about what the hell? How did this whole thing start? Because there was oh, it started with a hurricane. Yes. So oh, there was. By the way, guys, there's spoilers happening here. Oh, we're gonna yeah. spoil the whole damn thing. I don't even know if we'll be able to have but enough time. It started, but... it started with a hurricane, and they went out to go fishing to catch some good crab. Because that's right. Crab. Yeah. And they end up finding a boat, a they, boat. They stumbled across a boat, and they recognized that it was a super expensive boat, so they wanted to kind of raid it. Right. So they found some hotel keys on the boat. They go to the hotel, and they magically are able to open the safe, and the safe is full of money. Mm-hmm. But they're like, don't steal the money, because that's not the Pogue way. Oh, yeah. They're very big they're on thieves. honesty. They're not thieves. Yeah. They're not thieves. Mm-mm. No, they have good more, lots of morals. That's right. We talked about that a little bit. Time. I told you that before. They have this like whole underlying tone of we're the good guys, right? Right. And then of course there's the weird. But he stole a gun. Later. 
Yeah, he stole the gun from the... He also stole some money, I think, too. He did. They... I think he stole, like, one wad of money and, and the gun. Yeah, and then they went away with but his... But that's big... JJ. He's damaged. <laughs> He's very damaged. <laughs> and boy, does that gun get the story going. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ, the fucking gun. Did you bring the gun? Why did you bring the gun? Like, every fucking episode. <laughs> America, you just expect him to have a gun. Oh, one of the one of the bad guy good guys has to have a gun. <laughs> right, it's, a, it's the United States. It's North Carolina. Doesn't everyone have so, a gun? Okay, I mean, okay. So, so anyway, so they steal the gun. The right. So they steal the gun. And by the way, you can drive a boat to everything. Like every time, That's like because yeah, it's just they think like, like most people. Is, they're on an island, so basically everything is next to the water. It's got to be like an... Apparently, it's not a very wide island. It's an island with um, like nine million peninsulas. That's what it is. Yes. <laughs> Lots of peninsulas. But anyway, guys, so the, the moral, the, the driving arc of this entire season is that they are looking for the treasure of this sunken ship, the... The Royal the, Merchant. Something. The Royal, Royal Merchant. Mm-hmm. You know, which is very, at least in the, in the TV universe, is a super famous shipwreck. Um, so they're all looking for it. His dad was looking for the, you know, the Royal Merchant. It has like life. $400 million in like gold bars. It's like millions of dollars worth of gold bars. Mm-hmm. And that's when we find out that John B.'s dad went missing. Because he was a, he was a, a long life. Was it during the storm? No, he'd been he gone for six. He would already, he had already been gone for like nine months. Yeah. He'd already been gone for like nine months. And sup- oh, because remember, because so, supposedly his, that's why he was the 16-year-old kid living alone, because the MIA uncle who was never there was, was right. you know, responsible Came for him. Mississippi. Right. Yeah. And so that's how this kid was 16, but lived by himself. But lived by himself. Yeah. Okay. Right. So there's a, a there's this, a side plot where the CPS is always trying to get him. <laughs> but... But they didn't call it CPS. It was called something else. It was I don't know. I don't know. Is that why is it not called CPS everywhere? I thought it was just CPS everywhere in the country. I know, and 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 it's weird because it's very um, it's a very small town where like the cops know he lives alone. Right. They all know. Like every time every- the cop goes to get him, you know, they're like, "Oh, you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours." Right, That's John B. You got to keep it in line, or I'm going to have to rat you out. You know. And- <laughs> And it, you know, it turns out that the sheriff, who, do you think she was a bad actor? She did not you act this way. I, you think she's a great actor elsewhere, so it could have just been horrific directing. I could have, I could give it them that. Been. Like, she, she was in, because she was in um, True Blood. Okay. And she was really good in True Blood. It was but not so great was, in this one. But you're right. Like, it, her, it was just weird. <laughs> it was so awkward. All of it was just awkward. It was just weird. But it turned out like she like she knew what was happening. Like she knew everything. Mm-hmm. So And it's clear that there's corruption that she doesn't know all the depths of the corruption. Because she was right. Yeah. In the end, in the beginning they let you think that maybe she was they for a minute they let you think that she might have been a murderer. Part of it. Yeah. yeah. She was actually part of it. Yeah. And so basically she's the OMG, maybe she's like a really bad scary lady. Um, who's the sheriff also to just kidding. She really was a great person. Um, and we learned that later. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, spoiler alert, she dies. I'm so <laughs> mad when that happened. I was so mad. So, so basically these kids, they just like don't go to school and they go looking for a royal All merchant. Yeah, and they like break into the ship. So like because they're out in the middle of the island there's all this weird shit in impound so they managed to break into impound and steal a submarine like a little mini submarine a remote submarine so they could because okay first of all they found out that his dad actually found the shipwreck of the royal merchant right they They, well they they, where it was they he thinks that it was but he hadn't verified it he had a location yeah and so and he thinks that his dad died trying to verify this location oh oh and then there was the other guy who just like came up dead the next morning after because they figured out that that boat that was it was scooter Scooter dies so yeah the ship so basically the boat that they found when they went crabbing after the hurricane wound up being their friend scooter he had died and they found him dead out in this island he was out in the middle of the hurricane yeah yeah. <laughs> but anyway, they find the royal merchant with this stolen, super expensive summer submersible, remote submersible. Because they are able they to successfully break into the compound and steal it, or the impound. Right. And then, and then of course, they're successfully able to use this mini submarine to verify that there's no treasure on board. Okay, whatever. Plot points. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't get me started on the plot points on this show. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> favorite part though was the part where i texted you even though i was ahead of you i had to tell you because it was so fucking hilarious. oh my god i died when i watched it so there's this part guys where john b gets trapped in a laundry room um in the rich people's house and they're and they're they're tr- the cops are all after him because they think he murdered the sheriff not just the cops the whole fucking town is like lynching him like they're out with right. pitchforks and flames hunting down this you teenager at least the pogues would be like no he wouldn't do that you know the you know Standing up for Pogues, but no. Anyway, so they had him trapped in the laundry room, and so the token rich black guy, who serves no purpose, but to be the token rich black guy. And he's so stupid. And he's stupid. He takes a chair and he shoves it under the doorknob, you know, like you do so you can't open the door, right? Oh my god. However, in order for that to work, the door has to open out so that it can't open out because that makes the chair hook against the doorknob, right? That's how that trap works. So I thought about it. This door, this door opens inward. (laughs) Inward. (laughs) So I actually was like in my engineering mind when I saw the scene approaching, because I was like, when the fuck is he going to ever get trapped in a room? Like everything I'm watching, I see no room trapping (laughs) happening in the near future, but it's going to happen because Scooter says so. So I'm watching for it and I'm like, oh, he's in a house now. He's going to get trapped in a room, right? So I see it come in. And I watch when they close the door and I watch this chair get placed under this doorknob. And I'm like, maybe it's because in order to open the door, it's one of those sideways handles where you have to like grab the lock and turn it. And so he put the chair up underneath it so you couldn't turn it down. So he couldn't unlatch the door because the chair was in the way. That's not how those doorknobs work. I am aware but that's I think what they were showing. Who is it? He was no, he was this, blocking the handle just, from opening. It's so dumb. This is just a straight up massive plot hole. Like, oh my god! Wow, so big. There's so many plot holes. And then, and then, and then, and then he manages to escape from this laundry room because of the exhaust vent for the dryer. Which, by the way, exhaust vents for dryers are about eight inches round, three max. inches in diameter. Yeah, they're about like three inches round, max. <laughs> 
But no, this was a fucking doggy door. I thought it was a doggy door. Do you know what I thought it was? Because it's a rich people's house. I thought it was going to be like a laundry chute. Like maybe it was like a dumbwaiter (laughs) or something like that. It was that big though. It was that large that I was expecting it it to be. It was a huge doggy door. Yeah, and it was. It was like they had a fucking St. Bernard. (laughs) That was how it got. Come in and out from behind the dryer in the laundry room. I'm like, oh god, guys! The whole, the whole time, the whole time, the husband. Okay, so he asks a lot of questions when we watch TV in general. He's always like, "Well, how did they do that?" And I look at him. I'm like, "Dude, we're watching the same show. I obviously don't have the answer to that question, right?" But the whole time, he's like, he's like dying over the inability to actually physically have what happened happened, like the doorknob. Like the dryer vent, you know, like what was the one that he was just losing it over? Oh, when um, when the dad just magically had all the gold, but it was only like Poe said that he had to be at his um, interview in six hours because like maybe it was late the night before his interview is in the next morning. And he says, I have to be at the most important thing in my life in six hours. And at that very moment, the scary dad was chasing John B., and hadn't found him and just figured out that he knew where the gold was. And then six hours later, Poe is in this interview and magically dad has all the gold and he's loading up an airplane. And Poe comes to this conclusion that the reason that his dad had to go trim the trees was because the the, the, the plane was going to be too heavy. And it was like that whole thing was a six hour span. And somehow the dad learned, bought the property, went through escrow, took out his construction crew <laughs> Unearthed all this gold, loaded it up all sly-like, planned a trip to the Bahamas, like prepped his plane, and that all happened between when Poe said, this is, I have the most important interview in my life in six hours, and they're like, but John B. needs your help. Six hours later, he's in the interview, and all of that had happened. (laughs) Did you pick up on that? And can we just also (laughs) note how the creepy old blind lady was like, uh, Mike Myers, and just like... Inhuman. Superhuman strength. (laughs) (laughs) And fluorescent glowing blind eyes. She did kill her husband by decapitating him, so. Oh my god, and John B. found the skull. (laughs) Well, at least the jawbone, yeah. (laughs) Okay, sorry. That was my biggest plot hole of the night, was how Dad looked at the listing, realized that that's where the gold was, bought it, acquired it, construction crew, removed the gold... And all of that happened before the interview. <laughs> but it's not just that. Like, he only <laughs> overheard that, like, it was somewhere. And then he realized it was on that property, right? But that property was 46 acres. I know! That's my point. <laughs> that is my point. And John B. was the only one that knew that it said somewhere around lot nine, look for the water. Like, he had that clue, look for the water. Right. Dad didn't have that fucking clue. Although dad did have the clue that the lady wanted to sell and move to an old folks home because kids broke into her house. That's the only way he knew. So the only way he knew was in the house-ish area. Right. But he knows in this abandoned well. Right. Right. He just magically unearthed that well specifically. Oh my God. It was, I mean, okay. So granted when the kids bailed and left out of that well, because I I thought about this because I was like, how? In six hours, did he get through all the bureaucracy of all of that, plus physically get down there and find it all? Um, also, I want to bring up, how did John B. get down the well by himself? But... Right. 
hell did he get into the well? Like, they almost killed him with four of them trying to get him down the well the first time, yet magically he was able to do that. Um, But I forgot. It doesn't matter. There's so much giant, like, how did that happen? You know? Oh, oh, oh. So, like, when they found the gold the first time and they ran away because she was shooting at them, like, maybe he learned they were in the basement. You know? I was like, okay, maybe somehow when he was like, well, where'd they break in? Like, there was obvious signs that they had been in the basement, so he thought to go to the basement. And, you know, you could look around the well, and there were, like, rope burns from, you know, roping off all the muck. You know, like, maybe. Maybe. I mean, that's far-fetched. But within six hours, within six hours, because they looked in the window and they saw Dad, and they were like, he's here. He's obviously not out looking for John B. Cut to Dad. He looks at that listing and hears on the radio about them breaking into the house six hours later he's in an interview and he has an epiphany about his dad going to work early six hours yeah and so the husband's like what the how did he huh anyway (laughs) i couldn't even i said i go i go sometimes you just just gotta accept it i go sometimes you just live in tv land where everything isn't real (laughs) that's how you tell a story Anyway, continue. But now I'm curious what season two is going to be about because. Oh, I. Like, are they going to try to steal the gold back? They're, <sighs> go, they're ending up in the Bahamas where the gold is also. So. Been sent to. The wrap up, obviously, spoilers. spoilers. They don't. They don't get all the gold. They don't get all the gold because the dad stole it. Right. The dad. dad stole it. The hot. He is really attractive, isn't he? For a dad. Yeah, he's hot. Hot daddy. Yeah. And he gets all crazy scary, like. Mm-hmm. It's like premeditated, not premeditated. <laughs> the dad ended up murdering a lot of people. He did. And then, okay, well, there's just... So, do you want to talk about season two? Because there's still so much more about the season. Like, wh- okay, wait. I, no, I, I mean, there's so much more about the season. But I mean, we find out that Hot Daddy ended up killing John B's dad. Because it turns out that they were business partners looking for the royal merchant. And he found him, and so then he... Killed him on accident. I mean, it wasn't like a super intentional kill. No, they got it. They got into like a friend fight, push up. But he wasn't. He wasn't instant dead. He was alive, and then he chose to throw him overboard. I think he so thought he was dead. That no, he didn't. He was alive when he mm. threw him overboard. Okay. Yeah. He knew. I was trying, but you're right. You're yeah, right. He totally knew. So you're right. He <sighs> he didn't he didn't intend for him to get hit in the head with the cleat, but. He threw him overboard on purpose <laughs> after that. So, which is when we learned out that John B's dad ended up stranded on a deserted island. Yeah, and dies on an island. island. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So, John B's dad is dead. We find out that Hot Daddy killed him. And we found out that they were in a business relationship because Pogues and Kooks, right? So the Pogue needed the Kooks money and resources. And then... John B. found the gold, but couldn't acquire it quick enough for Hot Daddy to steal it. Oh, John B. also fell in love with Hot Daddy's daughter. Right. Yeah. They're like the A. Obviously. So they're like the A team. Also, Hot Daddy's eldest broken, broken son. Do you think he's hot? Because he's way more fucking hot than JJ. Or he's way more broken than JJ. No. He's broken in a bad way. JJ's broken. (laughs) So, yeah, so Hot Daddy's son, who didn't get enough attention growing up, is, like, super broken. And, he's like a psychopath. And kill, yeah, and he kills the cop. 
He kills the sheriff, yep. Yeah, and so Dad, Hot Daddy knows about all of this, and he actually got caught by the sheriff, like, was under arrest, and then his kid kills the cop while she's arresting him. So, like, there's some truth out there. Like, some of it's out there. Some people know. Yeah, there's some people, well, John B. knows, and the daughter knows. And, and the, the kids. Knows, and, the, and the kid knows, but they're lying about it. Yeah. Because they framed John B. for it. Yeah, which is why the whole town was lynching him. And then the daughter tries to come clean with the police, but he pulls the police aside to be like, look, she's bipolar. She's crazy. But there's the so one, upset. there's the one Johnny like, he has her brainwashed. <laughs> there's the one like Denzel Washington-ish CSI guy or SBI. SBI, yeah. Yeah. He, there's that guy who, um, he's like, maybe I should talk to the daughter. Um, so I think some people... No. Yeah, I don't think they fully buy it. And I don't think the, the other sheriff, like once they, once the other sheriff dude, the deputy, f- realizes that he did find the royal merchant treasure. Oh, yeah. Like, hey, there's there's more shit happening than I know about. But they also led you to believe that he was a bad guy. You, it, it, They led you to believe that he might have been on the take of the hot daddy, right? Right. Like he was, but, but he's not either. Like I think he kind of realizes, you know, there's some... Yeah. There's some shit going down here. Yeah. And so then, so then, like, at the very end, like, this big old everybody knows and listens. Oh, and the whole time, there's no power. This whole, like, two weeks, there's no power on the island. Unless you're a kook. Unless you're a kook and you have a generator. Right. Um, And so then all of a sudden, the power turns on, and you can see the two kids trying to escape. And then, magically, at that very moment, a hurricane shows up. Another hurricane, yep. <laughs> that somehow they never knew about, and there was right. no pre-warning in the weather that day. And by the way, if you look at the radar map of all the, 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 the boats closing in on him, he easily could have just gone around them and avoided the hurricane and gunned it. Because he was in a cigarette boat that could outrun all these cops. He absolutely could have outrun them without going into the hurricane. The only thing that... So I thought about that, too. And the only thing that wouldn't have mattered was that a helicopter would have still followed him. Were there any helicopters in the The sky? Coast Guard was... was coming in. Yeah, true. But the Coast Guard was there. So the Coast Guard's air and water. So, I mean... I do want to say how magical this kid was that he could not get caught by the grasps of nine million people. There. Like, yeah. He's a slippery kid. He um, managed to not get caught, some, even when he was trapped in a room that he was not trapped in. So we haven't talked about Topper yet. We haven't... To- oh, Topper's the, the, the boyfriend, right? Yeah, the crazy boyfriend. Like, all the kooks the, are the, he's, insane. All, okay, r- guys, rich people, get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> we, have, <laughs> we also haven't even talked about how much this show makes us hate rich people more. Right. <laughs> I think it's the atmosphere that we live in right now that I watch this show and I'm like, fucking rich people. Normally I'd just be like, oh, fuck rich people. But now I'm like, fucking rich people. Oh, I'm so angry. That and I also watched Waco this week, so I haven't had, I have like zero respect for authority <laughs> this week. <laughs> I'm like, fuck everyone. Authority and money, fuck it all. <laughs> That's how I feel. So season two, we, I think what's going to happen is that hot daddy is gonna get arrested and be in jail but his um trophy wife stepmom the evil stepmom knows enough to know that the gold went to the bahamas so she knows it's down there and she knows it's down there 
Yeah, and so now John B. and her go missing. And so I think it turns into an unexpected um, battle between uh, stepmommy and the daughter going down to steal the gold. Because I think that when um, Hot Daddy goes to jail, she goes to the Bahamas and processes what needs to happen. And then they have a run-in and they're down there. So do you think the other other pogues are going to come down to the Bahamas? I do, because I think that they can just take a boat and go down. Like, I think that they wind up, um, a little bit of time passes, right? Maybe, I mean, like, got, like six got, hours, like six hours is going to pass. <laughs> but I mean, they still have the, the three gold bars that they melted down, like, so that's still a significant amount of money. That's why I think it's going to take a minute when they get down there. They're going to have to figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they have to figure out how to fence that because that's not seven pounds of gold. You don't just be like, yes, give me money. But again, six hours, Hot Daddy was able to do a lot with real estate and construction. So I can't really give you a clear time frame <laughs> of what we're looking right. at. No. Absolutely. <laughs> I think they're going to make it look like it's like six months, maybe three months, you know, because they need to have like a hot bohemian lovemaking. There's so many bad timing kisses in the show, too. But um, like, the- oh, yeah. Like you're dying. Keep going. This is this is not the snuggle moment. Like move on. <laughs> uh, but I think it becomes I think it becomes a battle of uh, evil stepmom and uh, John B with the daughter. But I think it becomes more her story this time. What do you think? I think I I think I agree with you. And I saw that on the internet too that people think that she's going to be like the big bad next season because he's going to end up in jail or something, and she's going to. But you know, hot daddy could just totally turn on his psychopathic son. And blame, although people still know that he killed John B's dad. So I have so option B of my evil stepmommy plot. Uh, by going to the Bahamas and escaping, the truth comes out. Hot Daddy goes to jail. Mm-hmm. The kids manage to successfully re-steal the gold off the plane because the plane never got unloaded because it only takes like three hours to get there. And. So they successfully re-steal the gold and come home because John B.'s name's been cleared. So they accept him back home. And then evil stepmommy goes to the Bahamas to try to do it, and she realizes the gold is gone. So then they come back and bring the story back to Outer Banks. And they have a whole new find the gold in the Outer Banks. How How do they get the gold back to the Outer Banks, though? Because their ship sank. They were able to figure so out buying boat. another boat. Oh, they could buy a boat. Yeah. Yeah. And so they just sail back, right? And so, like, immediately everybody thinks that the Rose assumes that the gold is probably buried on the boat. And so I bet that maybe they come back and and then, because she's not as crafty, she's trying to figure out how to re-steal the gold from them. And then maybe we find out that the dude sheriff really is a bad guy and him and Rose work together trying to re-steal the money back, or the gold back. Hmm. Because they still wouldn't have been able to process the gold yet. Because this is only like three days later now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously it's just bars of gold still hanging out. And a lot of attention. So it's not like he can just come back and be like, oh, I have the gold. Because really nobody's admitting to the gold actually ever being found in the truth story that's running around. Right. I don't know. What do you think about that? Yeah. That's... Hmm. It'll be interesting. I, all I know is that it, it left on a major cliffhanger and that kind of pissed me off. 
like same i was hoping for a, a li- i'm a, i'm cool with a little bit of a cliffhanger but like there was like zero resolution of like anything well the only the only good thing is that they that people didn't die so you're a little bit off your cliffhanger i honestly thought that the dick move was going to be the cliffhanger was where the boat was upside down in the water. That way, in case the season didn't get renewed, the story was they died. And then we... And and so when we saw them get picked up by the boat... Okay, so there was two stages to that. One, there was the flashy-flashy, right? So is it a good boat or is it a bad boat? Maybe they were pirates. I figured they were going to get attacked by pirates then. And I thought they were going to get attacked by pirates, too. I cannot... So this might have been what started my anxiety of why I couldn't sleep last night and I had to go play for <laughs> zoo with the dog, was because the whole time she's sitting there floating and shaking the gold to sparkle in the sunshine, I'm like, she's dropping those fucking bars. Those bars are slipping right up. <laughs> You're just gonna it's gonna sink. That gold's gone. Like this whole episode is gone. So so we found out they still have the gold. We found out they got picked up by a ship, and we found out that it looks like they're getting safe transport. But I still think that there could be bad guys on the ship. But I don't think I don't think they have time for that in the way that they do their storylines. <laughs> I, mean, I don't think so. They, they it'll either it'll pick up just like in the Bahamas, I think. Yeah. You think it'll pick up? I think maybe we'll get like two episodes in the Bahamas and then they'll bring it back to their... Um... Yeah, they got to come back because it's the Outer Banks. You can't just have it in the Bahamas. Yeah, it's not, you have to rename it then. It's not more expensive. Be right. Although, if season two hasn't already been filmed, we might not see it. So, <laughs> that was a bite of reality that I wasn't really thinking about. Because hm. COVID... They can't socially distance film. Fuck. Yeah, nobody's filming right now. Fuck. Okay. Anyway, sorry. I just thought about that. (laughs) 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 Stop ruining my TV. No, we're going to get the Outer Banks. Fucking COVID's going to take the Outer Banks. (laughs) 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 So now that you're done with Outer Banks, what are you going to watch next week? God, I don't know. I haven't... I don't know. I'm so not... I don't know. I'm not done, like, talking to you about Outer Banks. Like, we, I feel like we screwed up. We should have chatted because I was like, I want to hold it all in because I, I don't want to have this conversation before we podcast. <laughs> and... But there's just so much more. What was your there's favorite... So what was your favorite, favorite, favorite moment with John B? My favorite John B moment? I actually kind of liked it when they... Her... Uh, him and the rich girl snuck off to the mainland and, oh my god uh, that was being, so like, cute trying to pr- pretending like being secret agents and like doing their thing that, that i thought that was a cute episode i, I it, it was that was a that and was a good neutralizer so much you know? yeah it makes her like an, a non-evil good. it was a neutralizer yeah yeah that was a really good moment that was i um i i really liked it when john b told told Topper, just don't use that word. Use a different word. Because Topper says, did you fuck her? (laughs) He's like, no! Well, I mean... (laughs) Don't use that word. Use a different word. (laughs) So she's too special for that word. I did notice that this show was really great about... uh, um, What's the... I'm so at a lack of vocabulary. I don't have real conversations with real words anymore. Um, 
the consent acknowledgement throughout the entire show. Did you pick up on that too? Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. Nobody got raped in the show. No, not at all. No. Not uh, even the rich people. They didn't rape, rape anyone. Amazingly enough. And so what was your favorite JJ moment? <gasps> I love all the Or just moments. tell me about JJ for a minute. I want to reminisce. <laughs> My poor little JJ with his deadbeat alcoholic dad who beats him. His... And he ended up he ended up going to like juvie for sticking up, you know, for his friend. And oh, yeah. he ended up losing the scholarship anyway. So it ended up all being pointless. There was a lot of um, frontal lobe development that he could benefit from. He made yes. some really shitty choices. He needs some, he needs some impulse control. <laughs> yeah, good, good way to put that. <laughs> but, but he's also broken. He is. He is. And he's just a big baby. At the end, when Poe's dad hugged him and brought him in for a snuggle, I was like, oh. Aww. JJ doesn't get a snuggle. Yeah, but he did. an asshole. Oddly, though, like, Dad's always asleep, but Dad's really fit, and Dad has a house, and I'm like, where does Dad's money come from? Like, he's not a kook, so I don't know. Was it the one boat win, and that's like he's living with it? it's not like a super awesome, nice house. It's a a pogue house. Yeah. Yeah. Wild. I mean, they crammed a lot more into that show than I thought I was going to get out of it. I'll just put it that way. (laughs) <laughs> it was it was better than I thought it was going to be. We've had a lot of standard like, I mean, format still, TV. This it was, was still good. tragic, it, but, but it, was, <laughs> it was better than I thought it was going to be. And the Blair Witch style filmography, did you get past no. that? No. <laughs> that pissed me off so much. Like, okay, guys, first of all, okay, any cinematographers that are listening out there, okay, shaky cam is stupid. But <sighs> if you're going to do shaky cam, you need to at least still be able to see what the fuck is on the screen. This is just someone having like a massive seizure while holding the camera. <laughs> All the time. <laughs> and you don't know what the, and you, and you literally do not know what's happening because you cannot see it. It is shaking too much. Yeah, it was not good for my COVID anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> I wondered if the you would get numb to it. Not okay. Yeah. No, every time it was equally unacceptable. But luckily, they only did it like a couple times, though. They didn't do it like a lot. Thank no. God. Everything was all... What was the total time frame on the whole thing? Do you know? Do you remember? Of the, the total time frame of the show? Yeah. Probably only like a couple weeks at max, right? That's what I think, too. Yeah. Yeah, just like a couple... And so, so it was... There was a lot of intensity for this supposed couple weeks. That part was... Yeah. yeah. So I think the shaky cam was a part of that. I think they were just build netting. Like, you're already level nine, and so you've got to shake it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god. That probably cause uh, seizures in certain people. Well, I'm going to have a hard week without it. I've really enjoyed it, so that's kind of dumb. I need another equally bad show now. Yeah. I don't know what that will be, though. Netflix thinks that I need to watch Dead to Me. With Christina yeah. Applegate. Have you seen it? Yeah. it's. A, I, I didn't finish season one, and I wish I had, but God, I don't even know how to describe that show. It's just so, like so batshit crazy. I think I saw like two or three episodes, because like she accidentally kills the husband, right? No, the husband dies. 
Right. Because somebody accidentally kills him with her car or kills kills him with her car. So the chick that hits him and kills him or caused the accident or something like that. So this lady thinks she killed the husband, but then she befriends Christina Applegate, right? Right. Okay. So I've seen like two episodes maybe. Um, but you haven't watched the whole season one? I haven't watched the whole season yet. But it's really good. Like it's it's off the wall. So apparently season two is available now too. Maybe, maybe I'll, maybe, I don't know. Maybe that. Okay. Maybe. Maybe. You know, it's going to be a weird TV week. Have all the fun with mom tomorrow. I will. It should be fun. Is this the first time that you will have uh, hung out since quarantine? Yeah. Oh, so is this the first time you've seen them since they got back from the cruise? Yeah. Oh. I haven't seen them in person in a while. So you haven't seen them to welcome them home off the COVID cruise? No. Oh, I'm excited for you. So it'll be fun. Yeah. But I'm still going to be like, stay away from me. (laughs) Are you wearing your scary mask? My scary mask? Uh, It's in the car, so I'll I'll have it with me. I have two masks in the car. I have my scary mask and a Spider-Man mask. Wear the Spider-Man mask for mom. (laughs) (laughs) But the scary mask is probably safer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm, have your parents been quarantined? Have they been staying home? Did the, I mean, as long as us. Yeah, that's what I mean. Started. Well, there's been like there's been like a, a good group of the, the older adults that are like, screw you, I'm doing what I want. And it took them a lot longer before they finally settled at home. Um, but I'm imagining that the Princess Cruise experience was enough for your parents to be like, cool, we're home. <laughs> yeah, <right>. okay. <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> good. Oh, well, I'm excited for you. That'll be awesome to be able to see them and say hi and hang out in the same space. I'm sure it will be really weird and awkward, too, because it's like learning how to um, hang out. Like, we all know how to, like, stand next to each other for five minutes and then move on with our day, but... Like, how to hang out is weird. Like, with my girlfriend in the backyard, it's like, you want to lift your mask to take a drink? But, like, that's awkward. And so. Yeah. So we'll see. Are you guys. I don't know. I don't know our thought. What are you guys going to do? Like, inside the house while we're in the backyard, or I don't know what's going to happen. Because, <laughs> like, normally when you hang out and spend time together, you eat and you drink, right? Yeah. All things you have to have access to your mouth. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so... I like it. We're going to be having lunch, so I mean, I can't have a mask on. So, <laughs> and I don't, I don't mind that being around my brother and the kids. Like they're, yeah. But I don't want to get my parents sick, so I don't know what they're. I don't know if they're going to stay in the house. I know that we're not allowed in the house. <laughs> Which you also have to play on your bathroom breaks accordingly. There's a bathroom outside because of the pool. So. Oh, nice. Okay, cool. <laughs> That's a benefit. <laughs> <laughs> like I literally don't have to go in the house. Like it's fine. It, it's interesting, though, too, because, you know, you, 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 we're all going to go out and start to share more public space together, but actually socializing is totally different compared to the rules of socializing yeah. that we know now. Exactly. Because you just have to be still away from each other. You can't be, like, right on top of each other. And you can't be, like, pass the bacon. <laughs> exactly. Can you imagine that we used to blow on people's birthday cakes? <laughs> Oh, happy quarantine week nine. 
It's coming at us. Yes, happy quarantine week nine. I hope everyone is having a good quarantine. If you're still quarantined, how do you know where you are? We're still, we're still quarantined. Yeah. I mean, that's a strong word, but we're still hanging out. We're staying low. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, things are quote unquote opening up, but it's all still just like takeout food, which honestly it already was. So (laughs) I don't know what, I don't know what has quote unquote opened up. Yeah, I can't really tell what the difference is between this and what we had already. Except now people have gotten the bold idea to go to Discovery Park and be Covidians, so. <sighs> yeah. There's <laughs> But that had to I don't know. You got it. The second wave has to happen at some point. It, right. So. And there's, and you know what? I really hope that it all just goes great. And it really yeah. is thinly sparsed with Hopefully. this shit as we think we might be. And that we're... Exactly. Us old worried Gen I mean, X's are just being a fun time for the murder hornets come in and kill us all. <laughs> Fucking murder hornets. <laughs> Fucking have them. murder hornets. Like <laughs> <laughs> you're the scientist who just like just or whatever it's called it discovers this thing and you're like that's that's a fucking murder hornet. Like. <laughs> funny is that it's so totally hyped up by the press like they found a nest of murder hornets in washington they eliminated it so they're not there anymore like it's over well and the husband thought it was old news he says didn't this happen like didn't we know that they've been here for a long time yeah because we eliminated the nest (laughs) we killed them it's not like they're roaming around so i've been refusing to click anything so we don't really have murder hornets Okay. It's not like when we had killer bees that came up from Mexico. <laughs> you remember? I, I'm still alive. <laughs> you, do you remember the killer bees? I, oh, I remember being freaked out about killer bees. I was but waiting to get here. attacked by uh, swarms of bees. Like, Did, what ever happened to the killer bees? I, I just realized that. Because you know what you know what's funny is like because when I used to go to Peru when I was a kid, you know, Peru has killer bees because they came up from south, right? Mm-hmm. Like I remember playing in the backyard when like a swarm of killer bees flew over us, and they were all just in there going like, "Don't move." <laughs> what? <"Don't> move <laughs> Seriously? So you've witnessed their the swarm you... of killer bees? Yes. Oh my gosh! Do you hear it? Is it like a helicopter? Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah, it's like a cloud, a black cloud that just like flies over you. Wow. Okay, because see, I always just assumed it was hyped up. No. But, I mean, they don't attack you unless... I mean, that's how they kill you is because they swarm you, right? Like, the bees, they don't swarm attack you. But these, they swarm attack you. Yeah. So, but so it's just like bees. There's just a lot of them. They're just bees. They're just mean. And they they (laughs) attack you together in a united front where honeybees are just like... So you're saying that like the 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 bees that killed the poor little dude in um, My Girl, those were killer bees. Which I've never seen. Oh, you haven't? No. Oh, um, that's that one of the anyway. Those kids, that kid got stung, and the whole honeybee hive came out and swarmed him. So those are killer bees. Honey bees don't. Honey bees don't normally do that. Like, okay. Killer bees do. But honeybees, I mean, I guess if you knock their nest and, like, piss them off, yeah, they probably come after you. But generally speaking, they don't, like, go, like, go, hey, and call all their 
friends over that come to murder you. How many bees do you think are in a killer bee swarm to make it swarm worthy? Fucking shit ton. Like it was crazy. Wow. Interesting. Okay. Well, I don't know what happened to them. Bit. They were here. I was bit in November, so I probably already had murder horns. <laughs> Oh, okay. All right. Have fun writing this afternoon. Oh, God. I don't want to, but I do, but I don't. I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> I just don't know what to do with my life. Just, you know what? Take a hot shower. Think about JJ. Keep your yes, fingers crossed. What I need when it's 100 degrees outside is a hot shower. Anyway, <laughs> I've already showered. I've already showered okay. after my bike ride. So you're set. No, I did not masturbate to JJ. No, I wasn't suggesting that. I just was trying to bring your, just calm you down. What are you looking at? Oh, Coda came upstairs. Coda! I mean, he's deaf. I don't know why I'm calling to him. Because <laughs> that doesn't work. <laughs> okay. Is our socialization hour for the week over? <laughs> yes. We've, I think we've annoyed our one listener long enough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this last 20 minutes just been a little bit of bullshit, but it's been really nice to see you. It'd be like normal. <laughs> It's been good to see you too. It's good to know that there's like. Oh, yeah. I don't know what we're going to talk about next because I don't really know what's out there on TV. I know there's nothing Outer Banks level quality that I can think of. So I haven't made the effort to go. I haven't made the effort to go find the Mermaid Show. Maybe we should do that. Oh, Simon. I don't know if I want to. It just looks so stupid. I mean, that show is stupid. I mean, the acting is not good. <laughs> you act like we worry about good acting. <laughs> I know. I, the only reason I watched it was the guy was cute. So I guess good acting is irrelevant. Mostly, well, we just watched Outer Banks, so... <laughs> All right, man. Yep. I love okay. you. I'm stalling because <laughs> I. it's really fun to see your face. I'll see you later. <laughs> All right, guys, until next week. Bye.